This is Paul F. Tompkins, and you are about to listen to Shut Up Leonard. Stargate is better. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, today we are we are live from LA Podfest. Yeah. Right here in the Squarespace Lounge. The Squarespace Lounge. Or lab, they call it. Oh, lab. lab. Sure. Lounge. It's very they exciting. Pro- they provide I mean, a... Not right now, but in general. It's Let's very set the exciting. scene for the listener at home. Yeah. We're sitting at a large red conference room table. Yeah. Uh, it's covered in uh, various electronical outlets. Yeah. Uh, you got Squarespace uh, uh, branded no, no, no notepads, no, no pads. Uh, and and this is a space for people to podcast from. Yeah, in the LA Podcast Festival. Just yesterday, our old pals over at Radio Brendo Man yeah. had Mark Marone, as Scott Ackerman is fond of saying on yeah. the show. They had Todd Glass. Mm-hmm. They had Greg Proops. Yeah, we don't have any of those people. Uh, we do not. But, but we we're here. But go listen we're to that room. Radio Brenderman episode. That'll be a good one. Yeah, at their LA podcast festival special. Yeah, that's, I'm sure that's what they'll call it. That's exactly what they'll call it. And if not, they're kicked off <laughs> Benview. Uh, but this is, of course, shut up, Leonard. Yeah. Which episode are we talking about today, Andrew? It is the 14th episode of the third season, entitled "Pillows, Pillows and, and Blankets. Blankets." Simple title. Yeah. Written by. Can you guess? Nandy Bobro. Yes. Directed by uh-huh. Tristram Shapiro. You did it. Yeah, because I watched the making of documentary. Oh, oh I didn't watch that. Well, you was screwed it, up, was kid. Was it good? You fucked up. Was it good? <laughs> um, it's pretty, it's solid. Okay. I tell you, I enjoyed seeing Tristram Shapiro speak because he's a very mm. British man. I didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I mean, I figured from the name, I figured he was at least a little British. Yeah. But he's like a classic kind of older silver-haired Brit character. <laughs> that, that I don't know if that pleases me or disappoints me, because I always imagined him as kind of younger and spry. Well, I mean, I can't speak to his spryness, but uh, it was also interesting to see how them talking about how they shot in the pillow fort, which was uh, just kind of interesting to see. Hmm. Worth checking out if you got those DVDs at home, folks. <clears throat> but first, let's thank... Special thanks to... Alex Moshina. Slactory.com. They did our theme song. Well, he did our theme song. Well, he did specifically, and he is from Slackery.com. Yeah, is he still there? You think? We haven't checked in with him. We haven't since, checked in with him. Yeah, but we, we still like that it. song. Yeah, it's a still a great song. It's a still a great song. <laughs> uh, but let's. That was my cousin Ernesto Benson stopped in the room for a second. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, let's just get started yeah. uh, with the uh, the going over of what's happening <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> You're trying to avoid a trigger. I sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, this is a more or less a continuation mm, of the last episode. This is episode. a part two. Yeah, as tr- as uh, Abed said, to, to be, be continued. continued. And uh, it's, it's done in a uh, Ken Burns documentary style. Correct. That is uh, true. Where there's a narrator. Uh, yeah. Played by? What's going on? It's Keith David. Keith David. Future uh, cast member. Yeah. Old Elroy Potashnik himself. That's crazy, right? 
That's well, cool, though. It's very cool. That's super cool. And they, super cool. Super sexy cool. In the commentary, cool. I believe, uh, Dan Herman says they specifically got him because of... Uh, he, he narrated something, uh, a documentary jazz. about jazz yeah. on PBS or something. And Dan Harmon was a huge fan of his from way back. Of course. Yeah. Uh, who isn't? Yeah. And that's kind of, that's very, it was very like nice to see like Dan talk about how much he loved working with Keith David and us from the future, knowing that he would get to work with him a whole lot more in season six. That yes. was just, it was a very nice moment. That's good stuff. Uh, and basically this continues, uh, the war that began in the last episode between the pillow fort and the blanket fort, yes. Troy and Abed's friendship on the line, yep. uh, Starburns throwing that first pillow, the, the pillow throw heard around the world. Yeah. And, uh, what I call it. this, this is, uh, this is those events played out. Yeah. It's crazy. And, it's, uh, it's also a, on the d- commentary, Dan Herman one. said, uh, it wasn't so much about making a two parter as it was kind of trying to save some money. Yeah. Because uh, everyone reuse the same sets, reuse the same sets and uh, same wardrobe, costumes, yeah. so that's that's kind of interesting. Yeah, uh, and he was worried people would hate it because they would think it was just a paintball knockoff, yeah. which is interesting. That that is interesting. Well, I think uh, after that first paintball, uh, they kept getting that thrown in their face: the yeah. paintball, the paintball, the yeah. paintball. And then they did the second paintball. Yeah, and there's that whole business. Yeah, and uh, I think all of them are great. Yeah, it's crazy. They're all solid. All right, let's start with our notes. My first note. Uh, so the, fir- the first bit of narration, according to the commentary, is not Keith David. No, it's done because it's an Oliver Wendell Holmes quote. Yeah. It's done as if Oliver Wendell Holmes himself said it. Sure. Uh, which I kind of like that in. Uh, have you seen documentaries where they do that? No. They use, like, there's a main narrator, but then, like, when, like, Abraham Lincoln says something, they get an Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln impersonator. <laughs> a linker. A linker. A linker. They get a linker in the that, room. That's what they call him. And he says, four score. And Who's this a, quote. Maybe I'm a uneducated person who's oliver wendell holmes again remind me do you know uh you know i, I meant to look him up is he like some kind of he feels british to me <laughs> <laughs> i didn't write down the quote i just wrote, wrote down the name when it's something about when two people try to make uh, irreconcilable worlds or something like that it was a good quote it's a good quote uh but i i wanted to note that this opened as a greendale campus television production yes which will uh, come up later in the it comes up film. later and i and i like this this uh, this being a canonical the school made this yeah. <laughs> because of um as they describe it in 2012 it was the largest and longest pillow fight in community college history yes well, they were filming it specifically in prep for the Guinness people. Yes, and that's, then, that was the explanation. As we'll see later, that, that didn't quite work out. That didn't quite work out, yeah. Um, our first little talking head is with Shirley. Well, I, I wanted to... Uh, oh, yeah, Shirley's talking head comes in way early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where Shirley is uh, sort of caught up in the fog of war. <laughs> uh, it really does kind of make sense that this is Shirley that said that, talking about how you know you, you hit someone with a pillow and... At a certain point, it's not clear if, if, if they're on your side or they're on the other side. You just keep hitting. Yeah, and if they stay down, well, what if they get back up again? Well, that's, I think that's Is later, that later, actually. Yeah, that's, I have that note, that's too. That's good stuff. That's the, uh, yeah, I have that note later, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to that. <laughs> they also talk about uh, uh, Annie. Yeah, we uh, get to Annie. Uh, who is a uh, sort of Florence Nightingale? Yeah, uh, she takes care of students yeah. with broken glasses and lightly grazed <laughs> testicles. Yes, <laughs> uh, and if you noticed, it, and it shows up a couple of times that the IV fluid that she's holding up is not a real IV; it's just Gatorade bottles. Of course, yeah, of course. so people could drink Gatorade more easily. Yeah, it's just also a good visual. Yeah, I, th- I think you know, a- I think Annie is someone who likes theming and yeah. <laughs> could get and into this. They also go through the the whole group. Uh, Britta's a, a bad photographer. Yep. Uh, Jeff, he, he He's provides shit, inspiration. Sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, inspiration for both sides is yeah. the problem. Uh, Shirley's fighting. They yeah. mentioned Shirley's a great warrior, and Pierce is Pierce. Pierce is Pierce. He's holding. He's reading a book that, in fact, reads "Make your wars, make your wars worldlier." Yeah, uh, that's great. Um, and then, of course, Troy and Abed are at the center of it all. Mm. 
Um, we, we learned that 12 people by the end of us transferred from Greentail because yeah. of the events that transpired. And also, it only days. cost them about hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So much cheaper than the whole uh, commercial in- incident, even though oh, it yeah. seems like more wider reaching. Yeah. Uh, well, because you know this was none of this was all none of this had to be expertly staged like the commercial. Yeah, uh, this just happened. It comes back to Shirley, and this is when they identify her as Big Cheddar. Yes, uh, and that she was a commander of the Blanketsburg Army, which we get more on later. Yes, that's, that's true. That's kind of a cool, that is correct, cool little thing. Uh, uh, but but it starts at Thursday, four p.m. The film crew, uh, it's described that they are documenting this for the, uh, for the Guinness, Guinness, the Guinness Book of World Records. The Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah. And uh, so I've written down a lot of times and dates because uh, I was intrigued by this. Because you're a numbers nerd? Well, yeah. So it's Thursday at 4 p.m. That's when the war began. Yeah. <laughs> or around 3, perhaps. Yeah. But that's when the dean comes to Jeff and says, hey, we got we to gotta shut this yeah, down. Yeah, dean wants Jeff to meditate. Yeah. Meditate. Meditate. Med- mediate yeah. is the <laughs> word I'm looking for. He wants them to mediate a peace between yeah. Troy and Abed. So they, they gather in the dean's office. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff says, this is just a bunch of childish bullshit. Yeah. So you're put on these magic hats that make you forgive each Magical other. Magical friendship hats. And, and we're good. And, and uh, they each take off their they hat take and off throw the hats. them. Yeah. They don't, they, they don't just disregard them. They do take care to take them off. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say, this can't be solved by magic hats, Jeff. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's deep. It's crazy. Yeah. So uh, we we get some title cards throughout. Uh, I wrote down yeah. this. This one was the cause. Mm-hmm. They describe uh, the events that transpired between Troy and Abed, which is really a recap of the uh, of the last episode, yeah. last couple of episodes. Yeah. Uh, I do like the addition of uh, they're once voted by Friends Weekly. Yeah, a magazine of their own publication. Yeah, that yeah. they're the best friends. Yeah. Uh, uh, then they describe how uh, the the forts uh, came around. Yeah, uh, new fluffy town. New fluffy town was what Abed's was originally called. It's uh, goal to be fluffier than fluffy town. Yes, uh, uh, but then once Pillow Town was formed, it it uh, or it once Blanketsburg was formed, yeah. he changed the name to Pillow Town for theming reasons. For theming reasons, <laughs> we also get a bit of blind Harry. Is yeah. his name? Harry you were, is his you name. You were correct. I was wrong. I'll, I'll be the first to admit it. I believed based on my mishearing in last week's episode that his name was Eric. Mm-hmm. But it is, in fact, Harry. He is, is identified as Harry Jefferson, a yeah. very old student. Yes. I wish we saw a little more of him. Harry's great. Well, he could hang Harry. out with Leonard. Yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, oh, here it is. So it, they describe the events as, as study room F at 3 p.m. Yeah. That's when Starburns throws the pillow. And as we learned in the commentary, that was filmed at 3 a.m. And, uh, and uh, Dino <laughs> Stamatopoulos was so drunk that yeah. Danny Pudi was worried he wouldn't be able to throw the pillow. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. Pretty great. Um, is that what? I just zoomed in on my notes by accident, next, and now I can't see anything. The next uh, uh, title card I have is the All Tomato. Yes, I, I remember have that really as liking well. this joke. It's pretty the first good. time. Yeah, uh, uh, Troy gives Abed an All Tomato, which is what he thinks an ultimatum is called. Yeah, because either you give, give me, me the, the whole tomato or yeah. else. Yeah, and um, Abed says no. And says like, he says, you know, by midnight you destroy P- Pillow Town or. Shit's going down. Now, uh, uh, the next graphic that I made note of was that there was the, the showing who's on whose side. Yes. Which I actually kept track of. Uh, Throughout the though, episode? Yeah, even though the graphic didn't continue. Didn't get all of them, yeah. Uh, but it started with, of course, Abed's side was the United Forts of Pillowtown. Yes. Uh, he had uh, Leonard and Starburns. Yep. Uh, then on the legit Republic of Blanketsburg, that's Troy. Yeah. Uh, he had Shirley. And yes. uh, Pierce. Pierce at first. At first. Yeah. Uh, later on, he switches sides. Well, when Shirley joins. Right in, in this graphic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Troy names Shirley second in command. Pierce is hurt, and so he he switches to Ovid's side. Yeah. 
Um, good, good little character bit for Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Shirley uh, sided with Troy because she believed that uh, Abed was being a robot and hurt Troy's feelings. Yep. And if this, she doesn't swoop in to help him, uh, Britta will swoop in and get him on the weed. Now, I made a note here. It was March, her, that text message she sent to her husband, Andre. Yeah, Sugar March Boots, tw- as she calls him, which huh? is great. What'd she call him? Sugar Boots. Sugar Boots, that's right. Yeah. March 20th at 6.09 p.m. Yeah. Now, this is a, there will be a later discrepancy, oh. and I will tell you about it when we okay. get there. But I also enjoyed oh, okay. as part of her text, she said, please record forensic files. As we all know, Shirley loves. has a well-known love for forensic files. Uh, my next note is about Leonard's talking head. Yeah, he talks about Korea. <laughs> His nickname is Bucket of Guts. Yep. I love that. Leonard Bucket of Guts Which, Rodriguez. Is that, is that a, a nickname someone on the production of this documentary gave him, or was that what he was called in Korea? I think it's what he's called in Korea. That's as we find out, he was on... Pale on. <laughs> He was on the North Korean side. Did we find that out in this head? Yes, because it, it, he says something about war, and then it cuts away, and then it comes back to him, and there's like a correction to his name oh, title. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're it right. Says North yeah. Korean army. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he, he talks about he know he knows what it sounds like when the when the shit's about to go off. Yeah, and then he pauses. Yeah, you hear that? <laughs> yeah, it's good pretty stuff. great. Uh, uh, so that's uh, we we get a we get a moment with real Neil. With the pipes Real of steel. Neil with the pipes of steel. I know there's some pillow pushers and, and blanket busters out there, but uh, for those of us cool in the middle, just want to sit back, relax, and, and enjoy some Michael Higgins. So uh, he plays Daybreak. Troy and Blanketsburg, uh, the Blanketsburg Army, attack at twelve oh seven. Yeah, but but okay. So but leading right. up to that, I, I really love this weird little moment. I hate that moment. I love it so much. Why don't you like it? Because it's that it's it's making fun of how dumb it is where people are filming things when exciting things happen. Yeah, and it doesn't make sense, but it still doesn't make sense. Like I Why still don't it like make it. Sense? I still think it's dumb. I like it a lot. So it, like even uh, if you say that it's even if like I'm aware that the this show is making fun of it, I yeah. still think it's so dumb that it's not even worth making fun of. <laughs> I disagree with you. <laughs> so we cut to two kids. Spaz. Yeah. Well, right? one of them is named Spaz. Yeah. We don't know the other one's name. Guy's talking to he's he's had his buddy start filming them. And he's like, "You got to get this on film. I am straight trouncing Spaz at Go Fish." And then it cuts over to Spaz, who is legitimately ashamed and embarrassed, and yeah. says, "Don't." But film then he this. does that thing in, in all those movies. Would say, "Why are you filming this?" Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, so I it's a spot-on it so parody, is what you're saying. I, I think for uh, uh, this parody to work, it would have to add something, and it add nothing to me, uh, <laughs> to, to my enjoyment, you don't, just the to my sen- understanding. Just of the, 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 the comedy of the sentence, I'm straight trouncing spaz at go fish. I mean, that, that, it's kind of absurd and just very and, funny. Yeah, sure. You just don't like it when, when they make up words. You don't like schmoobies sh- or whatever it was? No, no. And you don't Let's like not this. get back into that. <laughs> so at 12.07, Blanketsburg attacks. Yes. The attack was six minutes long. Yeah. And no sides traded hands. Yeah, nothing nothing was gained or lost. Troy gives a little speech. I love this moment. Yeah, Troy gives a, a speech to announce that war is declared. But the way that he's he's doing it from... His, he's recording it on his laptop, and then he's yeah. like, and can Garrett Lambert come in here and fix my microphone? It's doing that thing again. Yeah, that thing. He just says... It, but it's... Because it, it sounds, sounds muddled, like yeah. one of those old speeches. Yeah. So great. Uh, uh, my next note is about the Pillow Fight Rules poster. I've written down everything on it. Okay. I don't you know if it's before, before or after. We do get um, here, here, I believe, is a shot of Britta f- uh, taking a picture of the orange soda can, mm. which she believes in some way captures the indignity of war, which, uh, of course, she crushed the can herself. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so the Pillow Fight Rules poster, which mm-hmm. is 
uh, Greendale produced. Like somehow yeah. they yeah they they took since the time this has to gone off this. they they realized because it is a human being. Well, They're, actually, do you think this was do you think this was a poster they already had, or do you think this oh, was man. one they made in response to the situation? Oh, man, yeah, I'd like I'd like to think that maybe they already had it. But that's a good. I don't thought. think they could because they did say rules were agreed upon. Uh-huh. So it seems like these were rules that were talked, discussed, and and signed into accord by Troy and Abed. Yeah. Uh, if, but that would be real funny if they had. They were they just, just prepared. Had that prepared. Yeah. Uh, like, this anyway, has happened before. So w- what's illegal is uh, uh, face, face and groin. Face and groin. Of Those course. are right out. Everything else is wide open. Yeah. If you fall down and stay down, you're safe from further attack. Yeah. And then uh, I love this extra note. Behind the knees is technically legal, but will be frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> love that note. That makes sense too. And it, that and checks it, out. The poster is the Greendale human being with as like a diagram, on where yeah. not to hit. Yeah. And this is also there's a battle here where Pierce gets hurt. Oh, this is I wrote and down he, so many notes on he, this. The, I wrote down only one from this, uh-huh. which is that Pierce attributes his erectile dysfunction <laughs> to, and to uh, the battle of big bulletin board. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's that. Too. That's interesting. Uh, uh, but uh, the doctor's like letter, whatever this is, mm-hmm. it's Mister Doctor Benjamin Rosen Rosen, MD LLP. That's a. Do you know what that is? What is that? That's a Fletch reference. Really? Yeah, Doctor oh, Rosen Rosen is a because there's one a scene where Fletch is trying to get some files in the hospital, uh-huh. and he looks at the bulletin board, and they're all names like Rosenberg, Rosen Green. They're all they're all Rosens, and so he just goes, "Hi, I'm Doctor Rosen Rosen." <laughs> okay, that's pretty great. Yeah. We have a birth date here for Pearson Old Cornelius Hawthorne. Oh, that's interesting. 10-8-1943. Rocktober 8th, 1943. Can you do some quick math and figure out how old he is in this episode? 43 to 2011. It's March 2012, so he hadn't had his March birthday yet. March 2012. He would, okay, so listen. 43 to 2013 is easier, so let's do that and then subtract two years because he hadn't had his birthday yet. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> what? Do I it. I don't know what you just said. March 43 to 2013. So 68 or something. Yeah. Am I doing math right? I think so. Because 60 would be 2003. 73, 83, 70 would be 2013. He'd be 68. Yeah. Uh, But here's where... Turning 69 that year, you know what I'm talking about. But here's here's where I find some uh, discrepancy. Okay, so, oh, let me list off other things that... um, He he had before this. Yeah. Uh, He noted some weight gain. He noted some broken legs. Yeah. And stress-induced incontinence <laughs> were, were all things before this battle. Yeah. Uh, the broken legs was... Yeah, there was we know episode. that. Yeah, that was the trampoline incident. Um, now, here's where the discrepancy comes in. So there were three items listed as part of the battle of Big Bulletin Board. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The third yeah, one, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, being erectile, erectile dysfunction, dysfunction. Which he says so has this never is, happened before. This is how I know that this you, is tied to this thing. But the dates on those three are April 1st, not March 20th. Maybe I have two theories. He didn't go to the doctor until April 1st? Because this is a doctor version, not just he went to Annie version. Because he, he got a small laceration above eye, middle finger sprain, and the erectile dysfunction all from Battle of Big Bulletin Board. I'm going to say. Huh. That, you know, this pillow fart, pillow fart, <laughs> this pillow fort war yeah. went on longer than we estimate. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I have the so exacts. Does it say when it ended? I believe so. We'll okay. get there. Well, maybe Pierce was playing a fun April Fool's Day prank by <laughs> listing April 1st. That's my other theory. Or, you know, listen, this came right on the heels of Pierce. You know, uh, I, I get weird this time of night. Uh, it's the 90s. Uh-huh. Maybe this is Pierce's loopiness. He just doesn't know what day it is. 
No, I mean, these are dates provided by, no, by, by either the by the doctor or by the people Listen, in the I'm working hard. Stop debunking me. No, 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 <laughs> I'm I throwing theories at you. The, the easiest and you're theory shooting down everything I say. Pierce didn't go to the doctor for that long. Yeah. He waited like a week, like after this thing was the done. And then made. he went to the doctor, yeah. and that's why he threw an erectile dysfunction. Here, Okay, here's my theory. Huh. He got the laceration on his finger. He yeah. got the second thing. Didn't really care. Erectile dysfunction, now it's serious. Uh-huh. I'm going to go into the doctor, and I'm going to blame it on the pillow fight. Okay. Uh, the next bit, there was a, like a, a student reads a poem. I didn't yep. write down until the end, because I love, I love this turn. Well, the end is great, yeah. I saw mommy kissing ExxonMobil. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much, because it's like, there are pillows, but no sleep. Yeah. Uh, feathers, but no birds. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just takes a turn. So it's a very Brita poem. Yeah, but it's not. It's like Amanda Johnson or something. Yeah, is that a name of a writer? I feel like that I, was maybe. Okay. I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Um, so then, uh, so Jeff is is giving uh, speeches to both sides. Oh yes, and uh, Keith David narrator is talking about it. Uh, he says, uh, you know, it's been said that he was doing this in a Ferris Buellerian attempt to avoid going back to class, which Keith David apparently nailed in one take, which yeah. that is impressive. Well, I mean, the you thing saw is, how I struggled with it, and I've had a, a long time to prepare for that. Yeah. I, I think I believe Keith David is like they mentioned in the commentary. He's the kind who takes notes on his script, so yeah. he had like said it to himself. You know how many? Who knows how many times it's before true. he got in that room? Yeah. Also, I love um, the Jeff's changes side storyline started entirely differently. Yes, and I we, love we, we this in the from commentary. the commentary. Yeah, I kind of wish they still would do this storyline. Oh, Although be it has been done on other sitcoms, which I will discuss in a moment. Another what? Other sitcoms. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Jeff's changing sides was. Oh, I know. Which, I know which sitcom. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff's changing sides was going to be like a like a secret reason, and Professor yeah. Kligoris. Yeah, I would have loved to see Kligoris come oh, back. Would have been great. He comes back and tries to figure out why, but can't. Yeah. And then it's eventually revealed Jeff has a secret bathroom, and he was all he was just trying to direct the battles around so that no one would find the bathroom. Yeah. Which Dan Harmon then said he wanted to do as a Shirley Jeff story in season four. Or they both find out they're using the same secret bathroom because they're both shy about pooping. So and that's also a great secret bathroom story. It's such a bummer that... That we never got to see a lot of those. He had so many great season four ideas that I never know. came to fruition. Those sons of bitches at NBC. So then we get... Fucking us over on season four. Uh, Pierce comes to Abed yeah. with a secret weapon. Yes. Um, and he just, then, he's got some blueprints that he shows Abed. Abed yeah. says, can you make this? <laughs> Just give me, me the pillows. pillows. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> I love... Also, Abed says, oh, we I hope the- we never have to use it. And Pierce yeah. is like, clearly, he doesn't agree, but he goes, uh, I hope I hope so either. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, of course not. We skipped over a great line that we mentioned <laughs> earlier. Um, af- it was right after the straight trouncing spaz and go fish line. That's when Shirley has her, you know, you hit somebody, you hit someone until they go down, and then you stop. That's just common courtesy. <laughs> but then they get back up again. You keep hitting, you hit them some more. That's just common sense. <laughs> and then you see if they stay down. <laughs> yeah, that's a great line. That's good stuff. Uh, and then we also have uh, Abed's bit about uh, first blood, and uh, he, uh, Troy drew first blood, so it's now my turn to draw first blood part two. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a there's a, a Troy. He finds out about the secret plans, and so he in in a desperation. Oh, before that, we get Jeff and Annie texting each other. Okay. <laughs> you keep having before that. Well, this was after the last thing we said that you just skipped over. Okay, sorry. So I'm going to put the blame on you, I don't, you piece I, of I, shit. My notes. <laughs> our notes are supposed to mesh. Well, whose fault is that? Yours. Why? Keep going. Well, let's get into this. I want to know why you believe this to be my fault. No, I don't believe it to be your fault. Thank you. Uh, Jeff and Annie are texting each other. 
uh, about the war. Uh, Annie, of course, is they've sort of got opposite agendas in the war, in that Annie is trying to help both sides, <laughs> and Jeff is trying to hurt both sides. Yeah. Um, but Jeff, you know, Jeff doesn't like the idea of, of Annie not liking him, so he's kind of dealing with that. Yeah. Which will come up again later. Um, we also get uh, uh, people accuse Jeff of playing both sides, and he he compared it to nine eleven when the, when he was met with those accusations. That's great. And then when the war was over, he said, "Yeah, that was right. That was essentially accurate." <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Now we have Troy and Chang. Yes. So Troy, in a des- move, uh, move of desperation, yeah. goes to uh, Chang, mm-hmm. as the narrator describes, uh, the possibly psychotic. Yes. Uh, and uh, Chang had recruited the the, uh, the kids from the, the bar mitzvah. from the bar mitzvah. Yeah. Dubbed them the Chang Glorious Bastards. That's right. Uh, and he's ready. Yeah. Ready for whatever comes. He sticks them. And then, seeing how dark it gets, uh, Jeff texts Annie again, mm-hmm. and this time, no reply. Yeah. Uh, Annie, in her talking heads, she is dubbed the Angel of the Battlefield. Yes. I like that a lot. It's a good nickname. The next note is well, the so, unleashing of the weapon. Well, bef- right before that, uh-huh. there's a bit where it says, um, in response to the Cheng Glorious ba- Bastards, uh, Abed consulted his top general, and we see him talking to Leonard, which is delightful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like, oh my goodness, I really enjoy, uh, in a lot of the cutaways, or they when they put in an image, yeah. it's it's like a very posed shot where the, yeah. act, the characters are mimicking a historical shot. Yes. And that one with with Abed and Leonard is one of my favorites because oh, of the so way that good. Abed just kind of has his hand yeah. like as if he's whispering or yeah. giving like some kind of signal yeah. and Leonard is just standing there. Oh, yeah. That is such a good Their image. still game is really on point on this episode. <laughs> um, so Leonard advises that they launch the uh, the uh, pillow WMD essentially. Yeah. And uh, we see that as uh, Pierce as dressed kind of like the Michelin man covered yes. in pillows. Yes. And uh, as a sort of shield slash weapon. Yeah. Uh, and he goes and just destroys ch- he's, children. Uh, as Keith David describes, he's part man, part pillow, all carnage. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, he goes, uh, the children have, have been uh, uh, just senselessly beating, because pillows are their life. They kind of describe it as like, these kids are closer to pillow fights than we are. Yeah. <laughs> so they understand better. <laughs> yeah. And so basically the people are down, they've given up, but the kids are just still hitting them with pillows. Yeah. Uh, uh, and so in comes Pierce covered in pillows. Yeah. Takes them down. Takes them down. Um, they they shout retreat retreat <laughs> yeah, and then we get Good Abed stuff. with a narrating his own Facebook update, which is a complicated Rambo analogy. Yeah, uh, which he says Rambo titles make no sense, just like war. And then we get a, a, a famous Leonard line, a classic. Leonard likes this post. Yep, that's, that's in our theme song, right? That's so great. It's got to be right. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh man, uh, the next heading was uh, war is all kinds of hell. Mm. Yeah. Uh, because then we get dark. Yeah, and Jeff, well, first Jeff goes to Annie to talk about feelings. Oh, yeah, they talk about feelings, and yeah. Annie says, have got you got live music appearing in the background here. We are live at PodFest, I will remind yeah, if you. Yeah, if you do get some background noise, that's uh, yeah. that's just what we're getting here. Yeah, this, this is the, we're on the scene. Uh, but uh, the the Annie basically says to Jeff, have you ever said anything where you don't want anything? You just say something for you, something yeah. that's true. You ever write in a journal? Yeah, and so Jeff goes, mm, I don't know. Yeah, because if I write in a Hello Kitty journal, will it make you, make you feel better about me? Yeah. And she storms off, and he just says, I bet it will. And uh, then we get to uh, the email. This is a great S- email, even though it's very mean it's to so Troy. Mean. So Abed has emailed his top generals. Yeah, and it's leaked. So we, we, we find out this about this as Troy is reading it. Yeah, so it's Starburns, uh, Leonard, 
and magnitude. And then some some blurred out names. I believe. So. Well, I think their emails are blurred out. Yeah, that's what, yeah, that's what I mean. Their email addresses are blurred out. Yeah, and so this is basically uh, this this email has gotten out that Abed has given them a list of weaknesses, which yeah. I have. Well, right he says uh, uh, we need to distract Abed. Fortunately, this Troy. is very yeah. It's, sorry, Abed says we need to distract Troy. Fortunately, this is very easy. He's distracted by the following things, and I feel like we both probably wrote down this list. Loud noises. The color red. Smooth jazz. Shiny things. Food smells. Music boxes. Bell bottoms. Boobs. Dogs. Barking dogs, excuse you. Oh, excuse me. And anyone shouting, look over there. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the pictures they do. There's like a picture of uh, Troy trying to eat, but there's a red balloon. <laughs> He's like staring at it. That might the be my favorite red, yeah. still from this whole episode. Oh, geez. Um, interesting that boobs is on there and butts is not, given what we know about Troy. Do you think Abed either isn't aware well or I mean we've discussed butt stuff in the past yeah quite extensively as a matter of fact uh-huh, uh-huh. and I have previously theorized that Abed when Abed says he likes butt stuff that means he likes things going in his butt yeah and if he likes things going in his butt that doesn't necessarily mean that he's then a butt man yeah he could like looking at boobs while things go in his butt okay I'm just glad putting that out we there. cleared that up. <laughs> okay, so the next we have a I have a date and time stamp here. Oh, he also says uh, Troy. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. it's very easy to make him cry, but he's very ashamed of it. Yeah. And then, in perfect timing, Troy acts that out, crying and being ashamed as he's reading that. It's really perfect. Yeah. Is this where he he then sends immediately an email to to Abed? He sends a text to him. Yeah. Or, yeah. So and there's that great line where it says, "Pictured lying down, Troy did not take this lying down." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he sends a very mean text to yeah, Troy. Where he basically to Abed. he says, we, we, We're not best friends anymore, and I was your only friend. I was, no, he says, I wasn't your only friend. I was your first friend. Yeah. And I'll be your last friend. And, and here's the line that I feel like this is a very good job of, of knowing what would cut to the center of Abed and, and really hurt him uh-huh. in a way that only someone who knows him as well as a best friend could. Mm. Troy says, Nobody will ever have my patience with you. Which, of course, you know, people not having patience with him is something Abed has witnessed countless times throughout his life. So you can see why that was just the fucking sniper bullet to his core. Yeah. It's a dark moment. Uh, but then it's 8 p.m. of the second night. They ceasefire. Say it's, it's only been the second night. It's March 21st. Yeah. Uh, there's a ceasefire so that everyone can watch Ski, Shoot, Sing. Yeah, because it's no fun watching it uh, not live. I, I also didn't really care for this detail. I thought it was fine. I thought it was funny. Uh, but Jeff calls a sec- He sends a text to Troy Nobby to call a secret summit meeting. Yeah. Now... In the text, you can visibly see it was sent at 3.32 p.m., and he says, meet me in 5. So it's just... Uh, con- uh, That's errors. a mistake. Continuity errors. Yeah. Con- con- what did you just say? Continuity errors. Continuity. Con- con- continuity. Is that how you think that word is said? Have you always thought that? No, I'm just said it okay. wrong right now. I okay, thought I'd go with scared it. me. Con- continuity. Continuity is the word we're looking for. <laughs> so they have the summit. Yes. Um, Jeff... <laughs> Thinks he's making a good point. Yeah, he thinks, like, uh, I'm, I've done this. I've solved it. But then uh, they say, you know what? You're right, Jeff. So this is over. Our friendship is dead. Whoever wins this war gets to keep the apartment. And whoever loses is going to have to start looking for a new place. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the stakes are stakes are really raised here. Uh, and then we get the really fun scene explaining the uh, different buildings yeah, in Greendale. I've tried to write down the way that it, it, that I can make sense of it. Okay, so this go. is the Battle of Greendale, they call it. Yeah. This is the all-out war here. Yes. Uh, so the North Cafeteria, named after someone north. I, I yeah. didn't write down the name. 
Uh, it's in the east. It's in the west section of the east hall, yeah. which is the uh, connects to the north hall. Yeah. Not named after the man last name North, named because of its position above the south wall. Yes, which was not only the most like confusing yeah. naming area, but also the most confusing battle. Yes, and, <laughs> and then, then we have the English Memorial Spanish Center. Yeah, named for. English Memorial, yeah. a Portuguese sailor. And that, a detail who, that I didn't notice until watching it this time, it's the Spanish Center, uh-huh. and it's named after a Portuguese yeah. sailor. Yeah, Portuguese people, for the people who don't know, don't speak Spanish. No, they don't. They speak Portuguese. Uh, and he arrived in Greendale, the Portuguese sailor who arrived in Greendale looking for a fountain to cure syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> and pictured it's... It's, it's uh, Dan Harmon. It's clearly. Dan Harmon. Yeah, the painting. It's a, like a painting version yeah. of Dan Harmon yeah. in front of a fountain. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yep. Then we have the final battle in the cafeteria. Crazy battle. Shit goes down big time. And then in walks Dean Pelton. And he says, says, guess what? It's all fuckers. (laughs) It's over. The The Guinness Guinness rep was fired in what he's calling the world's biggest mistake. I doubt that'll be in the new version of the book. Uh, in the commentary, they talk about it in an original version of the draft, they wanted to have the Guinness Rep there. Yeah. And he just made, like, horrible analogies. Yeah. About everything was the world's, you know, biggest whatever. Mm-hmm. My, my, my wife's the world's biggest nag, stuff like that. Uh, so all the my fighting... My wife, sorry. The, <laughs> we are at Padfa, pi- The fighting pi- starts. Piodfests. Piodfests. Starps. The fighting stops. The fighting starts, except for two except combatants. for Troy and Abed. Yeah, who are still going at it. And uh, they try and stop them. And they say, we can't stop fighting. This is the last thing we'll do together. Yeah. Once we and stop Jeff fighting, we'll like, be friends anymore. Jeff is like, don't you know if you care enough about that, that it's dumb that you they, keep fighting? You're clearly still friends? Yeah. And, and, uh, and he says, Troy how about I get those Abed, friends, put those friendship hats back on you? Yeah. Yeah. And Abed says, well, that's not enough. We're, we're grown-ups now. Mm. And then uh, Jeff says, well, that, that's just the thing. You don't have to be. I can be the grown-up and roll my eyes at you, but it can still work on you. And so he puts the friendship hat uh, back on him. And they both just roll their eyes. Yeah. Because they said, Jeff, you left the friendship hats in the dean's office. Yeah. And this is, I think, a favorite moment of mine. This is really good. The entire series. Yeah, this is a great. Uh, Because then we get a talking head Annie saying, and then Jeff went and he He waited waited long long enough enough. so that we thought that we went to the office. So then he got the hats. Yeah. Uh, But then we get Jeff's journal entry. Yeah. Which he is reading aloud. Yep. Uh, But he not only went to the office, but he he, like imagined where the hats would be based on how they threw them, imagined what state they would be in, fixed them, Uh and came back and put the hats on. And I'm getting a little emotional talking about it right now super great it's really it'll it'll fucking sneak up on you that moment also let's talk about two things from this scene sex baby and then you and me uh no okay the camera in the dean's office yeah oh yeah the security (laughs) camera in the dean's office. that's got to be a little nefarious right (laughs) do you not consider that well no (laughs) there's just so much so many thoughts coming to my brain at once uh it, it does look like a security camera not like a personal satisfaction camera. No, no, yeah, yeah. But the images that that camera must have captured Oof. in its time in the dean's office, it must be insane. Yeah, terrifying. That camera has seen some incredible things. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, going to say. Because yeah. I don't yeah. want to pass any judgment, so I'm just going to say that it has seen incredible things. Involving probably fake butts. Yeah. Uh, involving men dressed as Dalmatians. Yeah. Involving grown men in diapers. Yeah. Uh, uh, imagine Lots of a, costume changes. A whole lot of gender play. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah, all kinds of stuff. And all kinds of special guests of the Deans. Here's an idea 
for the Dean. Uh-huh. Oh, start selling access to that feed. <laughs> you think he hasn't thought of that? And make and make the make up the budget for Greendale with that oh, money. Oh, he probably didn't think of that part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I then here's there, a second... I, I bet there are a lot of people that would be into that feed. Here's the second question I have for you. Okay. What, what do the imaginary hats look like? I'm going to tell you, I had a very distinct image the first time I well, heard about them. Let me ask them. you this. Are they, that, are but they, as I see them, yeah. as I see Jeff put them, put them on them, I get different images. Let me, ask, let me ask this. In your mind, are they both the same hat or are they two different hats? At first, when Jeff put them on the first, yeah. they're both classic party hats. That's pointed top, yeah. cone, you know, the cone shape. But then when they throw them out and then he puts them back on them later... To, in my mind, they are two different hats that he puts on them. In my mind, they were always two different hats. Okay. Um, I like that a lot. I like that they're two different hats. One was definitely a wi- like a witch's hat in my mind. Whoa. Yeah. Who had the witch's hat? Which was the one where he puts it down like that the second time? I think for, for, for Troy. Because yeah. in Abed, I remember when he puts on an Abed, Abed kind of adjusts it in a way that makes me think it's one of those like n- newspaper boy hats with a little flap on it. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. Uh-huh. I'm going to say Troy's is a witch's hat. Yes. And Abed is a variant on the new, newsy cap, yeah. which is the golf cap that is like the newsy cap, yes. but with the poof ball. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. I yeah. love it. That's what I, I think love they it. are. I love it, I love it, That's I love how it. I imagine them. Okay, those are, that's canonical now. <laughs> yeah, we've decided it. Uh, um, we are coming down to the end here. We are. Uh, so they reveal at the end here when Jeff is reading his journal, journal entry. Yeah. He's doing it, of course, for his pleasure, for his gain. Yes. But and then he thinks it's so good that he offers to read it for the documentary. No, that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. doing it in the yeah. purpose of, like, not just helping, you know, yeah. his inner being. Yeah. But he's like, aren't I so good? Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. And they were kind of defeats that the purpose. That's how they got everyone to read their own things because it was cheaper. Yeah. They wanted Tom Hanks for this, but he was way too expensive. Yeah. And uh, that explains even, like, I was started wondering when... I like also at that point, this is a Greendale-produced film, so at some point someone at Greendale thought, we could probably get Tom Hanks, right? <laughs> the enough, board, please. Enough, Imagine yeah, yeah, Rich, Richie. Richie and, and yeah. uh, whatever the other guy's name was. Yeah. No, but uh, it went, when there's a point where uh, Abed is reading his hateful email out loud, I'm thinking, like, why would they agree to do this? But yeah, it's just it makes sense. Yeah. It's just Greendale. Yeah. That's what they do. <laughs> Forget it, Andrew. It's Greendale. <laughs> and... Uh, um, then, I mean, uh, my last note is about the tag. Uh, oh, well, I had, I had forgotten about this. Uh, actually, uh, a fellow uh, guest here at the PodFest last night at the after party reminded me uh-huh. that Keith David was in the cape, and it's referenced here in this oh, episode. Yeah, you're right. In the, in the voiceover, Jeff is, says, hey, were you in the cape? Yeah. And Keith just so, says no. <laughs> oh, he says no. He says no. So he's not playing himself. It's not himself. Yeah, it's not Keith David. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. That's a layer. I mean, that makes sense. I don't think Greendale could afford they Keith David either. Keith David, no. Yeah. But whoever this is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the tag is so great. I'd 100% forgotten about the tag. The tag is a lot I of love fun. it a lot. It's a pledge drive. A pledge drive. For the Greendale campus films. Yeah. Uh, and uh, part of the, some of the things that they're selling yeah. uh, to make money uh, are uh, videos that they've made. Yes. Uh, specials, if you will. One is this one. One is Craig Pelton, A Year in Paris. Yeah. Uh, and then another one. From r- Labs to Riches, the Annie's Boob Story. Yep. And then finally, That's Inner Chang Mint. <laughs> and it's got like a picture of Chang and like a top hat and tails. So great. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, they, the Troy and Abed are kind of running the pledge drive. And they're yeah. saying, at any moment, we could lose funding. Yep. And then it just cuts, just cuts out like out. a classic TV turning off. Yep. Good stuff. Good uh, times. Another commentary note I never got to was that apparently, uh, Vet Nicole Brown's big first role in a series 
was called The Big House. Yeah, and Keith David played Keith her dad. Keith David was her dad. And Kevin Hart Kevin was Hart also. Kevin Hart was in it. Yeah. Uh, which I remember looking this up uh, one time when I saw, I was looking up Kevin Hart and I saw yeah. this. So that's cool, right? Yeah, that's really sweet. cool that they, they kind of reunited in yeah. a sense. Reunited and it feels so good. I was looking around. Uh, 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 as we, as we, we got here kind of early, as we were talking, uh, the room filled up. It did. It certainly did. Uh, uh, good, uh, uh, I, I'll call a good friend of ours now, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick. He came by. Yeah. Uh, if he was still here, he I'd, watched I'd for give a bit. him a moment. Yeah. Because uh, he's a fan, right? Yeah. Of community? Yeah. I think so. He, he, he did. quite a few people yeah. who, who were fans. It's yeah. good. It's good that we're here. We're here. And this so is a great people, fest. Yeah, enjoy. this is our Podfest minute to tell you what Podfest is like. Guess what? It's great. It's great. It's fantastic. Uh, this is my second year volunteering. My first. Uh, well, how would you describe? You'd say that's a good good deal. Yeah, definitely for yeah. sure. Good deal. Me too as well. Excellent value. Yeah, uh, it's super easy to volunteer. You still get to see a lot of great stuff. You yeah. get to experience everything that this Podfest has to offer. Yeah, if anyone uh, listening to this is on the fence about going to Podfest next year, to, uh, volunteer. Cool. You go and it's free and it's fun. It's awesome. Do it. Good stuff. Idiots. Uh, it's put together by Graham Elwood and, and various Chris others. Mancina. Yeah. Mancini. I don't know why I said Mancina for some reason. Uh, Mancini is his name. So we're very, we're very grateful for yeah. all this. It's good stuff. Great fest. It's a fun time. Yep. Uh, you'll be hearing this Beautiful. after the Sopatel fest is over. Beautiful. Hotel in sunny Los Angeles, California. Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. I know Weezer wants to be there. Maybe Beverly you do, too. Hills. Don't say nope. that song. That's it. Plugs? Yeah. Don't do the plugs chant. For the love of God. Plugs. Don't do the pl- <laughs> All right, I do another podcast Plugs. called Nerds Eye View. Every week Plugs. we talk about a new film that's Plugs. out in theaters. Our last episode... Plugs was actually about a variety of films. Go check that out. You'll hear a lot of familiar voices, Plugs. such as Justin Kizan and Matt Benson. Uh, if you check out our Plugs. next episode, that's on Black Mass. Uh, that'll, that'll be a good Plugs. time. Uh, and Plugs. I do another podcast called Pick Your Plugs. Path. It's a choose-your-adventure-enhanced podcast where you, the listener, get Plugs. to decide how the story goes out. Fully Plugs. scripted episode. Season one coming to Plugs. a close. Six episodes Plugs. to enjoy. Plugs. Coming at you. BenviewNetwork.com slash PYP. Uh, all the podcasts that I'm on are on the Benview Network. Go check that out, BenviewNetwork.com. And check out Plugs. Shut Up Leonard's Patreon page, Plugs. where you can get access to a bonus feed of episodes Plugs. if you just give us $1. That's it. $1. Uh, so far, we got two bonus episodes on there. That's great Plugs. quality, I say. That's 50 uh, cents an episode. Plugs. Uh, and just Plugs. that's at Patreon.com slash Shut Up Leonard. So go check all those out. And I'm on Twitter at Podcaster Andrew. You've never you don't usually make eye contact with me when I'm doing the plugs chat. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's the safest place <laughs> now. I feel like that's gonna shut you down the fastest. Well, did it work this time? No. Go to BenviewNetwork.com, check out all the great shows on there, like Pick Your Path, what she already talked about, look for that demon bug in season two. What's um, that one you do monthly? Uh, Benview on Spielberg with with Justin Keyson, who I believe Andrew also mentioned in his plugs. Uh, our next episode is Temple of Doom, which will hopefully be coming out soon, although uh, illness did get in the way. But you should check out his uh, his TV appearance. Yes. If you go to mix.com, mix mixtv.com. Mix.tv, something like that. Retweeted it it's out. It's MYX. MYX. Google that. Uh, he was on a cooking show because that, that, that Justin guy, he can cook. Um, so check that out. Uh, Benview on Spielberg. That's where me and him talk about Steven Spielberg. Uh, also, Popsicles, also uh, Benson's Boombox, Matt Brown's Rosalind. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's DR Matt Benson. You can follow this show on Twitter at ShutUpLenPod. You can write us an email at ShutUpLenardPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, it will be super sexy, cool of you to do stuff to us on iTunes like rate us, 
review us, and subscribe to us. All those help us in the rankings. They all make you, you'll get into heaven if you do that because you'll be a good person. So do all that. Google Pylon. Hi, I'm Brendan Creasy. And I'm Phil Vecchio. And we are the hosts of Radio Brendo Man on the Benview Network. We talk about all kinds of stuff on our podcast. Like what? Like toys and movies and video games and books and other stuff. Poo. Talk about poo? Definitely talk about poo. And you, if, you, if that sounds cool to you and we talk about it every week, go to RadioBrendo.com or go to our page on BenviewNetwork.com. And yeah, thanks a lot. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.